It's uh, this is the quarter hour podcast. Omar WJ speaking. It's seven thirty four p.m. Arabian Standard Time. It's supposed to be twenty five degrees tomorrow. That's uh, Celsius for the Americans. Canadians will be sweating buckets. Um, oh, and surprise, surprise! It's gonna be sunny. Gonna um, play some old. Um, Recordings I found on my phone. One is from the Terminator when he was, uh, after he was governor. Terminator Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, just a moment. Oh, here. First, some, a statistic. Fifth of the USA believes um, January 6, 2021 was justified. One-third of the USA believes 2020 election was a fraud. Yeah, so they're, uh, they're pushing that lie last weekend in, um, at the CPAC meeting. Conservative Political Action Conference, something like that. Um, I could tell you what, what I really think it stands for, but... I want to keep it clean. The head of Blackwater said they acted appropriately. Um, And then they didn't want to give out too much money because um, they were afraid Iraqis would try to get themselves killed to collect money. This was uh, a 10-year-old kid got himself shot just for being in his dad's car in Iraq. Seen what the vaccine would do to us or how we'd use our new powers. But no one could have foreseen what the vaccine would do to us or how we'd use our new powers. And that, of course, is when President Harris unveiled her real agenda. And that was when President Harris unveiled her real agenda. No one could have foreseen what the vaccine would do to us or how we'd use our new powers. But no one could have foreseen what the vaccine would do to us or how we'd use our new powers. And that, of course, is when President Harris unveiled her real agenda. And that was when President Harris unveiled her real agenda. I'm going to go get vaccinated tomorrow. I'm trying to find that, uh, what I recorded from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I think this is just some propaganda. Yes, I'm a Republican, absolutely. I'm a Republican, one of the traditional Republicans. Believe in the traditional principles of the Republican Party. Uh, it's sometimes confusing for people of what are the principles really are that the Republican Party stands for. Because in the old days, when I uh, was a big fan of the Republican Party, they talked about you know uh, being fiscally responsible, for instance. But look at what has happened since Trump became president of the United States. We went from a twenty trillion dollar to twenty seven trillion dollar debt. How do you call this fiscal responsibility? So the, it's all thing, the whole thing is turned upside down when you talk about you know, individual rights and all of that stuff and get government off your back, like Nixon talked about it, Reagan talked about it, all those and Bush talked about I mean, now you have government involved. I mean, if California wants to go and clean the air and reduce uh, the, the greenhouse emissions, the greenhouse gases and, uh, and the carbon emissions, then the federal government comes in under the Trump administration and says, you can't do that. 
those are kind of totally opposite of the Republican principles. So this is why I call myself a Republican and they are banana Republicans. Banana Republicans. So, so Governor Schwarzenegger then, um, briefly, what, what happened to your party? Why do you think your party drifted so far away from the principles uh, that you talked about, the principles that you uh, championed when you were governor? Well, you know, I cannot tell you the answer of that. I just can only tell you that this last uh, six weeks have been absolutely incredible to me because here is, I mean, the Republican Party obviously stands for voter suppression. They stand for, uh, you know, uh, gerrymandering, fixing the elections and all this kind of talking about conspiracies and stuff like that. And uh, there was cheating going on. I said to myself, Oh my! Uh, it kills me hearing hearing that, and you can look it up if you wanna hear some more about it. Um, and what else do I have here? I don't think I have anything. Uh, oh, the Joker. I just did what I do best. I took your little plan, I turned it on itself. Look what I did to this city with a few drums of gas and a couple of bullets. Reminded me of the 45th president of the United States. His name I don't really want to say. Uh, let's see. What else do I got here? Fear, hatred, and anger are inner demons. If you don't conquer them, a life of a hundred years is a waste. I, um, um, was watching that uh, uh, show, the CPAC conference, and it was just killing me. Absolutely. Uh, there's a lady here, a uh, representative from Georgia, who's giving the uh, lowdown on, um, on the, the new shenanigans in Georgia introduced the legislation after record voter turnout led to Joe Biden beating Donald Trump in November and Democrats Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff winning runoff elections in January, giving Democrats control of the U.S. Senate. 
The Georgia bill limits access to absentee ballots, limits weekend early voting hours, curbs ballot drop boxes, among other provisions. On Monday, Georgia Democratic Congress member Jasmine Clark blasted her Republican colleagues. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. The numbers are clear. HB 531 is textbook voter suppression. This bill reduces, restricts, and limits every single aspect of our elections. And make no mistake, while the suppressive actions of this bill will harm black and brown voters, all voters, including the ones that support your team, will be affected. As we saw in the last election, undermining absentee voting cost Trump over 20,000 votes across the state. Add this to the fact that this bill is meant to placate the same crowd that believes the big lie of voter fraud and they don't trust the Dominion voting machines anyway, you will find yourselves in a conundrum. This bill is cutting off your nose to spite your face. Instead of reducing, restricting, and limiting our elections, we should be in this chamber working to make voting more accessible. That's Georgia Democratic State Representative Jasmine Clark. Across the United States, Republican lawmakers have introduced more than 250 bills in 43 states to restrict voting access. This comes as the Supreme Court is hearing a major case today about Arizona's election laws that could result in the further weakening of the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Meanwhile, on Capitol Hill, Democratic lawmakers are pushing two separate bills to protect voting rights, H.R. 1, the For the People Act, and the John R. Lewis Voting Rights Act. We go now to Ari Berman, author of Give Us the Ballot, The Modern Struggle for Voting Rights in America, reporter for Mother Jones, where his article in the March-April issue of the magazine is headlined, The Insurrection Was Put Down. The GOP plan for minority rule marches on how Republicans are breaking democracy. Ari, explain. Good morning, Amy. Well, we're seeing it all across the country, how Republicans are uh, breaking democracy. They are weaponizing Trump's big lie to try to pass 250 new restrictions on voting in 43 states, which would be the biggest rollback of voting rights in decades. They are pushing extreme gerrymandering to try to keep power in the states uh, and to try to take back the House in 2022. They are using the filibuster so that 41 GOP senators representing just 21% of the country can block everything from a $15 minimum wage to legislation to restore the Voting Rights Act. So over and over and over, we're seeing that the Republican Party has no interest in appealing to a majority of Americans. Instead, they are doubling down on anti-democratic tactics so they can get a minority of votes but wield a majority of power. And that's a very, very dangerous phenomenon for American democracy. Well, Ari, I wanted to ask you, uh, ironically, the pandemic uh, helped uh, to expand uh, the the voting... Okay, Uh, let's see. Okay, I think that's... It, oh, here's this new guy, Uncle Herschel. He smokes on, on TV. Damn. Drinks whiskey on TV. Oh, shit. God damn. It's your own Uncle Herschel. Hey, 
I just want to tell you all, if you want to see more of my silly ass, you can also see some of this shit on the fucking TikTok. The kids told me that there was a way to do that shit, so fuck, I don't know. I just went ahead and done it. So just letting you know you can see my silly ass on that there TikTok shit. Y'all have a great day, and hey, Josh, you and Roy, I don't know the fucking difference between a first-degree burning treason blunt. Have a wonderful day. So he's talking about Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley is a senator um, from Missouri who gave a uh, power fist to the uh, people that went into the Capitol on January 6th. Is Biden's support for Amazon workers trying to unionize a game changer? It's from the Meaty Hassan show. Uh, let me read uh, about um, um, AP News. I'm almost over.